Hey everyone, Mundo here. If you would like to support the show, please head to patreon.com slash crimeandcourtusa. Yo, what's up everyone, and welcome to episode 46 of Crime and Court USA. I'm your host, Mundo Carrillo. I'm recording this on August 17th, 2022. I hope you guys are doing well. So, let's just get it right into it, guys. I really want to talk to you about this crazy case out of Boston. So, a former Boston High School dean who was already serving prison time for shooting one of his students in the back of the head recently pleaded guilty to racketeering and other charges for his involvement with the Latin Kings gang. That dean, Sean Harrison, who is 63 by the way, so he's an OG, is also accused of recruiting his students to sell drugs for the Latin Kings. Prosecutors say he was totally living a double life. Now, guys, this is a serious matter, so I tried my best not to make any Walter White jokes. Alright? So, no comparisons to Walter White whatsoever. Although... Walter White didn't shoot a kid in the back of the head. He did dissolve a kid in acid, though, so that's probably worse. Although that didn't actually happen, that was on TV, so the thing that actually happened is probably worse, so we'll go with that. Also, yeah, sorry, spoilers for Breaking Bad. You've had your chance, all right? Now, this is information that I got from the New York Times and the Washington Post, so let's go. Last week, Harrison pleaded guilty to racketeering for these crimes and faces more than 18 years or 218 months in prison. I may have told you guys this before, but for some reason, the federal government likes to sentence people in months instead of years, which makes no sense. Like who does things in terms of months? Like once you get over 12 months, once you get over that year mark, you go by years, man. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, so he faces around 18 years in prison. And that case actually targeted several members of the Latin Kings gang. And Harrison is the 60th person to plead guilty in this case. So it seems like it was a pretty massive operation. Harrison was hired as an academic dean at English High School in 2015, just months before he shot the student. And he ran an anger management program for boys at the school as well. Prosecutors say he recruited at-risk students to work for the Latin Kings and to sell drugs to other students on campus. Four of his students were also charged in the federal case against the Latin Kings, and all of them face around two to three years in prison. Again, just translating it to years instead of months, because that's dumb. Anyways, so let's go back to the shooting. So in March 2015, Harrison came to believe that one of his students, then 17-year-old Luis Rodriguez, had stolen money from him and that he was going to tell the police about all the drug dealing. So Harrison arranged a plan and told Rodriguez that he was going to take him to a party and to meet some girls. And I'm sure the 17-year-old boy was like, all right, let's do it. So as they were walking, then this was captured on surveillance video, actually. And as they were walking, Harrison puts the gun to the back of Rodriguez's head, point blank, and pulls the trigger. Now, Rodriguez actually survived and was able to flag down a passing car for help. And that's actually, according to a lawsuit that Rodriguez filed against Harrison and Boston Public Schools. And according to that lawsuit, the shooting left him with facial scarring, facial paralysis, hearing loss, and other injuries. The school district was later dropped from the lawsuit, but Rodriguez's lawyer is appealing that ruling, and actually as part of that lawsuit as well, 
Rodriguez, or sorry, Harrison was ordered to pay $10 million to Rodriguez. In 2018, Harrison was sentenced to 26 years in prison for assault and other charges related to the shooting. And while awaiting trial in 2016, in that case, he denied recruiting kids for the gang. He actually went, he, he denied this in a TV interview with a local TV station in Boston. Went on camera, denied every uh, recruiting kids for a gang. He denied even ever selling drugs. And uh, he is scheduled to be sentenced on these new charges in November. So that's that. Pretty crazy. I mean, you can't make this. And that's, you know, it's pretty sad because that was like, it seems like that was obviously his plan was, you know, he's a gang member. Again, he's an OG. He's an old man. He's in his late 50s at this point when he gets the job at the school, right? And um, it, it seems pretty clear that he did it to purposely to recruit kids for the gang. You know, it's not like he uh, became a, a counselor or whatever and then became a gang member, maybe. But it just seems like the motive was to recruit young kids. You know how gangs... They like to recruit the younger kids for, you know, to be the street people, you know, so they take the fall or whatever happens, you know. So, I don't know, that's pretty sad, especially since he was, you know, recruiting at-risk students, so students who are already kind of troublemakers or missing out school or missing out on school or whatever the case might be. So, yeah, totally a sad case there, but he is seemingly going to spend the rest of his life in prison. So there you go. At the very least, he'll be an old man when he gets out. All right, so I want to update you guys on the case I talked about last week. So federal prosecutors believe the son of a man who is suspected of killing several Muslim men in Albuquerque, New Mexico, possibly helped in the shootings, but there's not much physical evidence of that at this point. Shaheen Syed, who is just 21, by the way, was hit with federal charges for giving a false address on his application to purchase a gun from a legal seller, and a judge found that he is a flight risk and ruled that he be remained locked up until trial. But Reuters reports that a recent court filing says the FBI agents believe he may have helped his father, Muhammad Syed, kill up to four Muslim men in Albuquerque. Cell phone data shows that Shaheen was in the same general area as his father. One 25-year-old Naeem Hussein was shot dead in his car on August 5th. That's, again, according to the court filing. And Muhammad Syed is currently charged in two of the shootings. But investigators are trying to tie him to the two other ones that have happened in Albuquerque going back to November. So that's the latest on that case. Not a clear motivation yet. Could have been personal grudges. I know police released a video of him slashing some tires of one of the victims. So definitely seems personal. It also could have been some kind of sectarian conflict or sectarian hatred where he didn't like the other guys allegedly because they practice a different... uh, sect of islam i don't know if that's how you say it we're in a different sect of islam practice i don't know but it, it was something like could be something like that that's something they're looking into but yeah that's the latest on that one and finally i want to give you an update on the rust shooting near santa fe so according to the santa fe new mexican the fbi says the gun that alec baldwin used to kill helena hutchins on the movie set last year could not have been fired unless the trigger was pulled Now, Baldwin has always maintained that he didn't pull the trigger and he even went on ABC News and said that right to George Stephanopoulos' face. All right, so he's always maintained that. Baldwin was filming a Western in New Mexico when the gun he was holding fired a live round that hit cinematographer Hutchins in the chest and director Joel Souza in the shoulder. Hutchins died from her injury and uh, Souza was treated at a hospital. 
Also this week, the New Mexico Office of the Medical Investigator declared that Hutchinson's death was an accident. So as I've said before, I don't think criminal charges are going to come down on anyone here. The civil suits have been flying. I think people are going to... I think those civil suits have a lot of weight to them. <laughs> a strong evidence that um, that there was carelessness that led to someone's death. So this is, wow, I'm really not uh, up on my game here. What I'm trying to say is I think the defendants are going to have to pay some money <laughs> to the victim because they, they are there was clearly some carelessness here that led to someone's death, whether that's going to be through a settlement or awarded through a jury. I think most likely through settlements because a jury, you never, you just never know. So, yeah, if I had to guess, th- those lawsuits, those wrongful death suits are going to end in the settlement. All right, guys, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys could do me a favor and please rate and review the show on podcast services, that would help get it in front of more people, and I would appreciate that. Also, check out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash USA, if you would like to support the show. I do want to give a thank you to the Patreon supporters, Daniel, Elijah, Tony, Andres, and Emily. I really appreciate you guys. All right, guys, until next time, my name's Mundo, and I'm out. Peace.